Beer Sherpa Special Tamave Edition. This is a Birvana audio blog. Please forgive verbal stumbles and fumbles. And when you're done listening, consider a pint from Birvana's partners, Guinness Brewing of Dublin, Ireland, and Baltimore, Maryland, Freem Family Brewers of Hood River, Oregon, and Rubens Brews of Seattle, Washington. Their support makes this site possible. I've been a champion of the beer's checks call, apparently at random, Tamave or Chernipin Pivo since the moment Adam Broge offered me Boudvar's version drawn straight from a tank at the brewery cellar. That one, which they call Tamave, or dark, despite being a light-absorbing hue of black, or Chernay, was as dry and roasty as an Irish stout. I ordered them whenever opportunity allowed, less often than I wished, and found them to be a varied collection ranging from full and sweet to sharp and crisp. Roast levels varied. Colors ranged from reddish and chestnut to black. Strengths ranged from below 5% to well above 7%, though those were generally called special beers, dark though they may have been. I've written about them as often as I could, including the Beer Bible and Secrets of the Master Brewer, the Secrets of Master Brewers, and yet identifying what makes them so distinctive remains elusive. Roastier than Dunkel lagers, fuller than Schwarz beers, but also something more than just an average of the two. That fullness is important. Czechs prize their decoction mashes and the bodies they build, even when they have to cheat and use caramel malts to achieve it. If there is an Urtamave, it is Uflekus, which is the fullest and richest I've ever tried. All of this was less pressing before Czech dark lagers became a mini-trend here in Portland. Now, however, I'm in full-on a full-on hunt for that Czech essence. Abandoning the tangled thicket of Czech language, not just tamave and cherne, but tamavi and cherni, which further confounds matters, they have streamlined the names, but not the style. They're even more varied than the Czech examples, but often seem to step across the border into to, to Bavaria for inspiration, and sometimes further away than that. The two earliest tamaves in Portland remain the most Czech. I haven't had Wayfinder's Hidden Hand in some time, but over the weekend I got reacquainted with Breakside's Rusalka. Natalie Baldwin, who created the beer, made that batch at the Three Barrel Deacon Brewery, and the finishing gravity was apparently a bit higher than expected. Perfect! It had an appropriately full body and was equidistant between sweet and roasty. No idea how long that particular batch will, will be pouring, it's draft only, but Portlanders can stop by the Deacon Pub if you want an example of what I would call a really typical tamave. The name incidentally refers to a water nymph. Zach Vestal at Tiny Unicorn Brewing in Westmoreland sent me a four-pack of his version. It's a really nice beer, but one I'd describe as a short beer. Robustly roasty, it has the clean lines of a German lager, but the malt bitterness of a Polish porter. It was nevertheless an impressive beer, with the clean lines of an accomplished lager brewery. I love Schwartz beers, so it's been hitting the spot. Finally, we have Freem Family Brewers, one of the blog's sponsors, with their example. It swings the other direction, toward a Dunkel lager. Much like Unicorn, it is a well-made, clean lager, but also one that tracks as more German in its slighter body. It also counts as one of the lighter-colored versions I've seen, though not out of spec. One can see at the edges of the glass the brewery's trademark clarity, and it made me wonder, as I gazed into its ruby highlights, whether Freem might have gotten a more checky body had they not filtered it as fastidiously as usual. Like Unicorn, a great beer on its own terms, and also one I've been enjoying. 
I hope to keep up my search in the waning days of winter on the assumption these little beauties will be leaving soon enough. Uh, one more for sure will make an appearance, Zoigel Houses, on which I am lightly collaborating. Brewer Alan Taylor has been tracking down the right malts, and it will be a couple of months before that one is ready, at least. Postscript. Portland folk, note that Portland Brewing shut down a bit more than a month ago. Shelves still contain some of the brewery's products, and do yourself a favor and grab a McTarnahan's if you see it. A stellar ale, it has the profile of a beer fine-tuned for decades. Ignore the style designation on the label. Like so many American ambers, it's really an ESB, with lovely English esters, a full malt body, and an assertive snap of cascade hopping, which seems ever more noble in its balance and harmony here. A really exceptional beer, and one to salute and remember. Get it while you still can.